This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. Good morning, I'm Jim Lang, and welcome to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Well, today is Pegasus Stakes Day at Gulfstream Park and Track Handicapper. Friend of the show, Ron Nicoletti, joining us today on Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, to talk about the Florida Racetrack's first major stakes day of 2022. The $3 million Pegasus is the highlight of today's Gulfstream Park race card, which will see seven graded stakes races go to post, including the showdown between defending Pegasus champion Nick's Go, who was also the winner of the Breeders' Cup Classic of Del Mar November, and the once-beaten Life is Good, also a winner in the Breeders' Cup Day with a victory in the Dirt Mile. Nine horses will go to post today in the Pegasus, and Ron will sift through the entries and come up with his selection for the classic event. Will it be Nick's Go, or Life is Good, or perhaps the upsetter in Sir Winston, whose name I love, trained by friend of the show Mark Cassie and a regular campaigner at Woodbine. Ron will also talk about some of the other grade stakes races at Gulfstream on today's Stellar Card. Also today, friend of the show Bill O'Donnell will return to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Bill is president of COSA, the Central Ontario Standard Bread Association that acts as a united voice for the harness horse people that compete at the province's standard bread racetracks with COVID. And now, winter weather wreaking havoc it is certain that bill and his board are remaining very active dealing not only with the throes of mother nature but also the revolving restrictions continually being created by the pandemic both have obviously had an impact on live racing Acosta is constantly working at resolving issues so that live harness racing product continues safely but now there's light at the end of the tunnel as pandemic restrictions are slowly being lifted and of course as we get deeper into 2022 the distraction created by bad weather conditions diminishes shortly we'll hear more from bill o'donnell and learn more about the central ontario standard bread association or cosa shortly too on ponies 24 7 the radio magazine we'll be joined by another friend of the show caitlin bafis lasky manager of patient programs research and advocacy in lymphoma canada and we are in the home stretch of the don't horse around with lymphoma online silent auction which runs through until this monday night january 31st at midnight and caitlin will talk more about lymphoma and the importance of fundraisers like the online silent auction and other proceeds donated help to fight and find a cure and finally while he's back co-host larry simpson once again trying to sniff out some potential betting gyms at woodby mohawk park and some other north american tracks that are racing today including the terrific pegasus card at gulfstream with their ponies picks of the day sponsored by rocket ship racing it's going to be a great show you better get your hpi and dark horse accounts ready to go for some heavy duty action today when we come back my co-host larry simpson will join us as we catch up on some recent racing news stay tuned we'll be right back Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. More from the track when we come back on 105.9 The Region. Go from Dark Horse to Winner. Dark Horse is Woodbine's new easy-to-use betting app that brings the thrill of the track right to you. Its AI-powered insights and strategies help you make smarter bets straight out of the gate. Feel the excitement of live stream horse races wherever you go. Get $30 to start betting when you sign up today using promo code GET30. Download the app for free at PlayDarkHorse.com. Available on Android and Apple devices. The Horsemen's Benevolent and Protective Association of Ontario, the HBPA, has represented thoroughbred owners and trainers at Woodbine and Fort Erie racetracks since 1950. The HBPA provides members and their hardworking employees with medical insurance, 
pensions, benevolence, negotiations with racetracks and government, and provides vital industry information to the horse people. For more information on the HBPA of Ontario, please visit our website at hbpa.on.ca. Lymphoma Canada and Ponies 24-7 recommend that you don't horse around with lymphoma. Lymphoma affects the lymphatic system of both horses and humans, and currently there are over 100,000 Canadians living with the disease. Lymphoma is also the most common cancer diagnosis for adolescents and young adults. Visit lymphoma.ca slash ponies to donate to the Don't Horse Around with Lymphoma campaign. With your help, we can promote early detection, assist newly diagnosed patients, and support lymphoma research. This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. All right, welcome back to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. I'm Jim Lang, and let me introduce to you my co-host, the expert in all things ponies. He loves the horses, and the horses love him, Larry Simpson. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is uh, frigidly cold here in southern Ontario in the GTA, and it's the opposite in Florida. It's warmer with the weather and warmer with the horse racing action. Uh, the Pegasus World Cup $3 million stakes race today, Larry, our friends at Gulfstream. It's, it's big. It's big. It's really the first major stakes day of the year, you could say, because there's seven graded stakes races on there besides the uh, Pegasus. But uh, yeah, it's it's uh, everybody's saying it's a two-horse race uh, between uh, Nick's Go and Life is Good. But, uh, you know, what happens if these two horses get into a neck-and-neck -neck duel, a speed duel, and could they set it up for somebody like maybe Sir Winston? Who people in Woodbine would Woodbine know very would well. Know. Yeah. He, won, he won the valedictory stakes uh, closing day at Woodbine uh, here in uh, in December. So And life, life is good as a horse. You've mentioned before, and you're really bullish on well, he's good. <laughs> he's only lost one race. That'll do it. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he won the uh, Breeders' Cup Dirt Mile back in uh, November at uh, Del Mar, and uh, he's a nice-looking horse. Uh, I, I think uh, he could do some damage. Uh, the one and an eighth miles might be a little more than he's gone, but... Uh, uh, with everything you've seen in that, he looks like he's he could extend himself to that one mile and eight distance. And while we're talking about Florida, friend of the show and friend to all, spending time in Florida, Bob McClure is uh, on the men down in uh, sunny Florida. Yeah, Bobby is doing okay, you could say, if he's in Florida. Yeah. Huh. Uh, but uh, he actually uh, drove uh, his wife's horse uh, last week at Mohawk. Even with the arm not 100% healed? Well, yeah, he had, even when he was on the show, he said he'd been working mm, horses in the mm. morning and that. So I guess his progression, he's progressed now where he was able to drive and he, he came off the bike and said it was fine. He's basically just going for some R&R &R in Florida to let the let it heal. And he does want to maybe get a drive or two in Pompano because oh, of the fact yeah. that it's still open whether this is the last uh, year of racing ever at Pompano or not. And if it is, Bob said he wanted to get a, uh, a drive or two at the track. It's someplace that he always wanted to drive. So uh, we'll see what happens if uh, he does get that drive. He should be back at uh, Mohawk uh, to drive full-time the uh, latter part of February, he well, said. So. That's good, though. I mean, that, I think, I mean that, that augurs well then for the spring-summer meet at uh, Woodbine Mohawk Park. For yeah, yeah. And as he said when we had him on the show, he was looking forward to uh, driving back in some of the stakes races uh, 
uh, with Donna Soprano and that, and uh, that they were bringing her back to, to race this year. So, uh, yeah, Bob wants to get into the bike and, and start winning some races. Which leads me to believe, how come management hasn't sent us to do some shows in Florida? I That's, don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. Who do we talk to? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, today is a big day down in Florida with our friends at Gulfstream Park, the Pegasus Stakes Day. It's a big race with some great horses lined up. Uh, who better to talk about? A friend of the show, Ron Nicoletti, big part of Gulfstream Park handicapping team. Ron, as always, welcome back to the show. We're always big fans of what you do when you come on with us. Yeah, it's a pleasure to be on with you guys. And just a fantastic day of racing today with the 12 races. And from the first race to the last, very competitive, great day for wagering. You know, and and Ron, I think with everything going on in North America, everyone's got a lot of bent up, pent up demand, and they're excited. They're they're counting down the days in the calendar to to the beginning of May, the Kentucky Derby, and they're looking at a race like this and the horses involved and who could be big contenders in twenty twenty two for Horse of the Year. Yeah, you know the, this is where it all starts. You know, you get to watch all like we got a bunch of uh, three-year-old races on the card today, and those horses. You know, one of them certainly you might watch today could be in the Florida Derby, and of course move on to the Kentucky Derby, and then you got some of the greatest race mares and the older horses just you know in the stakes races that you're going to see throughout the year, including in May, you know, just a, a great way to kick off the year here with the Pegasus World Cup Day, which has turned out to be just a fantastic day of racing. Before we talk about the Pegasus, Ron, I, I want to ask you, uh, a surface that our Woodbine listeners are very familiar with is the Tapita, which uh, you guys put in earlier the, uh, last year. Um, mm-hmm. our, our people are familiar. What's the... Uh, been the reaction by the horsemen and the fans there at, at Gulfstream regarding the racing on the Tapita? Well, the the horsemen have been very positive with it, and the fans are still, I would say, getting used to it. But uh, I, I used the case in point, you know, in the past when we had a turf race, you know, we, we, and it came off the turf because of the rain here in South Florida, we might have in, in a 10-horse field six scratches. Yesterday, our last race on on um, yesterday's last race or Thursday's last race, I think it was. There was, uh, you know, the horse races came off the turf, not one scratch. So that's what why we put this surface in it throughout the years. I think that's going. It's really going to help us. Before we get to the two favorites for the Pegasus, uh, Nick's go and life is good. Larry, I'll talk about that. I'll, I I'm going to talk about a couple of value picks. Uh, chess chief at 10 to 1 and sir winston at 12 to 1 that's that's going to pique a lot of people's interest at those odds for those two horses yeah you know so winston's going to end up sitting a real good trip that's in the uh, pegasus world cup but you know because nick's go you know champion of, of the you know the world actually and life is good both have tremendous amount of speed and traditionally the Gulfstream main track favors speed and we're expecting that today and so Winston's going to sit that perfect trip he does his best running you know as you know in the latter stages of race you get to watch him in Canada and he'll be there to reap the spoils if you know those two horses get hooked up in the duel I don't see that happening with Nick's go but certainly a good price in now is there anybody else that maybe could uh, pop in there, Ron? Uh, not that you know that race is just so wide. You know, I just I can't get by, by the two favorites. I hate when I do that. You know, other races on the card in the and you know the uh, inaugural Pegasus Philly and Mad Turf the Grade Three. I love Summer in Saratoga, who's 12 to 1 on the morning line. I just see tons of speed in that race. And I just think Summer in Saratoga going for its third consecutive 
a stake victory with Corey Lander and he said, Adam's going to sit a perfect trip. And if you look at that race as you handicap and you go, oh, speed, 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 speed. And there's the big closer to me. So uh, that's the kind of race that I'm interested in today. Nick's go. I can't get by Nick's go. And Nick's go is obviously, I mean, everyone's, it's the darling horse, but why is life as good at seven to five, such like a one A in this horse? And what makes life as good, a special horse that could give Nick's go a real run for the money? Well, he's been better than good when drawn clear to win the great two Kelso handicap. He won that race by five and a half length. He won, you know, he came back and, and won the Breeders' Cup, uh, Dirt Mile by almost six lengths. And we've had, uh, throughout this week, we've had the chance to see these horses schooling. And if you want to know what the best looking horse on the ground is, it it is life is good. This horse looks fantastic. He's got to deal with an older horse, Nick Skull, and Nick Skull on the rail. I just think he's going to put the pedal down. And I don't know if life good can run. Life is good can run with him early. That is where the handicapping comes in. If life is good, is that good? And Nick Skull him do a lot. Maybe it sets up for a horse like So Winston or someone else in the field. Life is good. He's only uh, lost one race, correct? So maybe he hasn't even topped out yes. with his uh, uh, caliber yet, correct? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, but he's he just, he is special. You know, you're going to get to watch him all year just, you know, running his races. So, uh, I, you know, that's why we were saying it looks like 1 and 1A in this particular race. You know, life is good. They were right, just got beat a, a, a neck at Saratoga in the uh, Alan Jerkins, you know, going seven furlongs, you know. Plus, you know, the distance of the Pegasus World Cup is a mile in the eighth. And if you look at life as good's record, he's never gone this far so fast. So that's sort of a, a you know, maybe a, a little bit of a sneaky situation there, trying to get the nine furlongs where, you know, of course, Nick's go is tried to five times and one four of them, five times and one of four and one of those being last year's Pegasus World Cup. It's not just the horse racing. I mean, Gulfstream and the Pegasus World Cup has become a big party. I know today there's a huge concert going on, Little Kim and other hip-hop icons. It's 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 become a destination event for horse fans, for horsemen, for sportsmen and music fans and people in Florida. Yeah, it's great. And we have this new carousel. Uh, it's called the Carousel Bar. And they actually have a carousel, an old-time carousel, which is the backdrop of the bar. It looks fantastic. So that's all new. And as you mentioned, big stage up there today for uh, all the people that, you know, I think Ja Rule and, uh, like you said, Little Kim. So uh, that's just the uh, cherry on top of the fantastic racing today. Let's talk a little bit about yourself, Ron. What was it that attracted you to the horse racing industry? Well, with me, it started when I was a young kid, and I had uh, one of my father's brothers, my uncle Mike, uh, you know, would just go to the track. He was just a rail guy on the rail, and I was just interested. Him and my cousin Tom, we were both interested in, uh, you know, what was he looking at in all those papers? We wanted to try and figure it out. And one thing led to another, and uh, I just, so when I was a kid, and my cousin went on to, uh, you know, own horses, I owned horses with him, and as we went along in life, we just tried to, uh, uh, you know, just love the game every day. If I wasn't working at the racetrack, I'd be at the racetrack. How did you make your way down to Florida to begin with, end up in Gulfstream? Well, what happened was I had a bunch of clothing stores in New York, so uh, I was, you know, lucky to have a lot of success when I was younger, and uh, I sold out. I wanted to get out of uh, New York and just the whole situation. So I came to Florida, and I just didn't do anything for about eight or ten years, and then finally a friend of mine started, going back many years ago, started the um, first result line for horse racing, so... 
uh, he said, hey, you want to you know, do, the, do the results? I said, yeah, it's great. I'll know what's happening in horse racing. So I had he actually had this how long ago it was before internet. I had the ticket tape in my house. <laughs> and they come in, and I get the results. <laughs> and then some guy started this stretch call company, calls me up, he says, I like your voice. All I was saying is the 3-1. That's all I was saying. The number, you know, <laughs> says, I like your voice. So I recreated stretch calls for their company. And then I just, you know, every time someone asked me to track up, I could do a certain job, I'd say yes. I was lying. I didn't know what I was doing. And afterwards, I just kept, you know, doing it. But the theme working around is I've always loved to handicap. And if you love it that much, Ron, it's not work, is it? No, not at all. It's like a kid in a candy store. <laughs> so it's it's just been a, a fun. And, you know, uh, this is going to once again dating myself. You know, we used to have three three uh, racetrack circuit down here, you know, so it was fantastic because you'd work at beautiful Hialeah then to come to Gulfstream. And then during the summer, we would be at the old Calder race course. We turned into Gulfstream Park West. So... It was fun. It was like three different jobs throughout the year. You know, and finally, uh, Ghosting was kind enough to put me on full time, and uh, the rest, as they say, it's history. Ron, we always love talking to you. Have a great day at the Pegasus World Cup. It's uh, uh, just, as you mentioned, multiple races on the card today at Gulfstream that are just going to knock your socks off. Enjoy, and we'll look forward to having you on again down the road. Yeah, I want you guys to come down and visit us sometime. Oh, well, yeah, well, yeah, once we're allowed to travel, well, Larry and I, you have to drag <laughs> us away. <laughs> I was trying to forget about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See you, Ron. Bye. Bye. When Bye-bye. we come back, Bill O'Donnell will join us in Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Yes, Larry and I would like to go to Florida. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Follow us on Twitter at 1059theregion. We'll be right back. Enjoy the thrill of the race anytime with HPIBet.com, the number one betting site for experienced horse players. Join for free and watch and wager when you can't bet at the track. Stream live racing from over 500 tracks from around the world. Bet with ease from anywhere. It's safe and secure. Sign up today and get one month free live race streaming. Plus, for a limited time, get a $100 bonus and your first bet is on us. Go to HPIBet.com to join for free today. Costa, the Central Ontario Standard Bread Association, proudly serving Ontario horse people. Costa, helping to ensure and support a collaborative and vibrant harness racing industry based on integrity and accountability. For more information, please visit the Costa website at costaonline.com or call 905-854-2672. Ontario Racing, the excitement of thoroughbred, standard bred, and quarter horse racing at 15 racetracks. We are the voice of the Ontario horse racing industry, and we direct breed improvement programs, set annual race dates, and work on attracting new horse owners and race fans. Ontario Racing is committed to supporting a vibrant industry with one vision, working together for a stronger horse racing community. To get your horsepower, go to OntarioRacing.com and experience the excitement. Ontario Racing, three breeds one vision. This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. Welcome back to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Friend of the show, friend of all, Bill O'Donnell joining us on Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Bill, the president of COSA, the Central Ontario Standard Bread Association, who continue to work tirelessly and a busy agenda as standard bread racing continues in the province. Bill, as always, welcome back to the show, and thank you for all your tireless work. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. 
Uh, it's it's frigidly cold. It's winter. We're dealing with uh, uh, p- pandemic lockdowns again. But harness racing continues, and the, the 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 card and the amount of money wagered, Larry and I are noticing, still pretty solid. It is, yeah, it's very, it is so. It's uh, surprising how people. Uh, I guess they want something to do too, right? Make them watch it on TV. <laughs> yeah, exactly. HBI. Yeah, yeah. It's, just, it's good, good timing on our part or somebody's part, right? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe for our listeners, Bill, you could explain. Exactly. What is the mandate for COSA and your role with them? Well, my role, I'm president of the association, and there's a a board of 10 directors, and we represent the horse people of Racing Ontario with uh, any kind of issues with racetracks or, you know, sign a contract for Ed Wegg, especially. Wegg has the the betting... uh, certificate for all of Ontario now, where it used to be individual tracks. So since the long-term funding agreement and this, all this new stuff we, we've come through here the last few years, so I guess it was just easier for, uh, and expense-wise, just for them to uh, issue one betting permit for Woodbine. So we deal directly with them on, on contract. And the rest of the tracks, they're pretty much set for money, you know, how much they raise for per day and how much they get for operating costs per day and capital improvements, and there's some money, you know, extra money for that kind of stuff, too. So uh, we're, we're pretty much involved in that all the time. And along with that, I, I sit on the board, and I'm on the executive uh, committee for Ontario Racing, which oversees the purses, you know, that go to the racetracks in the province. And we represent horse people in a lot of things, and we supply benefits for uh, everybody, owners, trainers, drivers, caretakers, uh, medical benefits. So that's just basically the primary mandate. Well, there's, I mean, there's 12 standard bridge tracks in the province, which is pretty incredible. And that's incredible. And the fact that as we get into February, restrictions are beginning to lift. The weather will eventually get warmer. And that should build towards what we think and we hope is going to be a good spring for harness racing in this province. I think so. I, I think so. We, uh, you know, all the tracks, like you said, they'll all be up and running by June. The ones that uh, some close, some open, but we usually have about oh seven or eight going all summer. You had mentioned to me in one of our conversations that uh, one of the things that you were working on is a, a project with Ontario Racing with uh, Elisa Blow's horse ownership. We had Elisa on the show last week. Uh, talk about that and also... Uh, any other maybe uh, new projects that could be in the works for COSA? Well, with with Elise, right? She last year she I guess for a couple of years now. You know, with the pandemic, it's been tough. But she said uh, the video runs and explains the racing for either thoroughbred, standard, whichever whichever you want to know about. And she's put together some groups, and they've uh, I think they bought some horses. The last I talked to her, which was a while ago. And this coming year now, I think they're kind of all kind of consolidated through the OR, or I think she's going to be working through OR. And let's say HBPA too, they have the same kind of a program set up for the thoroughbreds. So you know, hopefully that'll uh, that'll work out. So you, know, you get four or five people in a group that you know want to own a horse and get their feet wet a little bit, and, and it doesn't cost a, a tremendous amount of money. So hopefully that'll work out. And she's good at it. She's she's. Uh, She's a very good speaker. She's been around the industry her whole life, so it's it's good to have someone like her. 
Speaking to Bill O'Donnell, who's the president of the Central Ontario Standard Bread Association, get more details at their website, COSA Online, COSAonline.com. And as it says on the title page, COSA is a free lifetime membership providing an, a united voice for harness horse people racing in Ontario tracks across the province. And that's the key thing. It's free. Everyone can be part of it. And it benefits everyone in the industry, Bill. I think so. It, uh, you know, you have to be a member of, uh, you know, Standard Bank Canada and uh, the AGCO. Uh, yeah, it's free. It just takes a lot of hassle. You know, people, you know, when you charge them $10 a year stuff, that's just kind of an inconvenience for people, right? So why keep track of all that kind of stuff? So we've, we've felt it just to have it free. And the people that participate when it comes to voting, you know, for uh, directors that, uh, if you haven't raced, you know, in Ontario for a couple of years, we instead of just eliminating it, we just put you in an archives. So if you come back, we just, you know, bring you back into the fold. So it, it makes it pretty easy that way. And uh, we've got it set up through Standard Bridge Canada with Dana Cooks, and she's great. We work with her, and, uh, you know, we, she gives us all the data and the information. She's very good at that, too. So it's uh, it runs pretty smooth, I think. Bill, I bet a lot of listeners don't know this, but COSA has an RRSP program for people involved in the standard bread organizations in the profits. No, there is a, COSA doesn't have it. There is a, there is an RRSP program, and that was originally initiated with OHA, and they still run that program. Ah, so okay. people, So that goes through OHA, like in December, I think you have until the 1st of December to... Uh, put a hundred dollars in and then you know depending on how much how many people are, are contributing to it what you get uh, you know for the next year what what they give you six to one or seven to one two to one whatever the case may be it varies year to year good stuff larry okay let's talk about the horse population for the standard side bill uh has there been any problems filling cards or races uh, so far mm-hmm. this year and latter part of last year or uh, and if so is that something that you can see improving yeah, it has been uh, problems. We've at all the tracks we've had some series that kind of attract some horses. They they usually race three weeks in a row. You'll race for X amount of dollars, like two weeks, and then double it on the third week. And that's brought some. It's called a pop up series, the, the one that's pretty popular right now. And yeah, there's been a lot of a lot of horses left the province here, and uh, the breeding uh, per year, you know, mares. It's it's pretty stable. It's down a little bit last year, but not a significant amount, I don't think. But uh, yeah, it's hard to keep uh, keep horses around when you can go to other jurisdictions. There's so many jurisdictions now that race for good money too, and people are willing to pay you know top dollar for a horse to race in those jurisdictions. So it's hard if you got a horse that's just don't class here somewhere. There's no class for them, and you know your alternative is keep them around, not make money, or to sell them for a good dollar and maybe reinvest in a yearling or another racehorse here that would do you some good. You know, they say, Bill, that through tough times, you find out who your friends are and who you can rely on over the last couple of years and all the challenges. Have you found there have been certain people in the standard industry in the province that COSA has really been able to rely on and has made a big difference helping people get through? Yeah, that was very good of of Minister of Finance. When we were shut down, there's a, a... a lot of amount of money to go for purses monthly, and uh, the Minister of Finance allowed us to distribute to each horse owner, or each horse, I guess, would be, uh, there's very, like three, four owners on a horse, but they got $1,000 for, 
in like January, February of 2020, and then last year, April, May. So it, it's not it's not going to pay all your bills, but it sure helps a little bit. And then that money that was left over from that total pot is going back into purses. So that was very good to do that, for sure. Just a question for you, Bill. Has there ever been any thought given to running maybe as you do you have new owner seminars has there ever been any thought given to uh, running seminars to bring people in as drivers and trainers well i think so i think lisa, lisa has lots of ideas and you know once we can get back to face-to-face stuff i think she will do that kind of stuff right mm-hmm. and, I, and i think you're right that those people would like to talk to the people that they're going to deal with too i think right I think that uh, I was part of the SBOA, the Breeders of Ontario had a program, and I, they might have one this year again, but <clears throat> there was 10 people, and I was one of those people who put up X amount of dollars, and they got the deal directly. I was the mentor, they called it, good or bad, and it uh, didn't work out that great. It wasn't, she wasn't a great horse, but uh, you know, I had lots of contact with them, and, and there's still uh, those nine people plus me, there's still about half of them in the business, so they stayed around, right? And even though it was a nice little experience with that horse, some of the others are still in the business, so it's a hit or miss, I think. I think the one thing that Larry and I both appreciate is the longevity. If you're a dedicated driver and standard bred, I mean, you don't have to be done at 30. You can ride these and run these standard bred races well into your 50s and 60s as long as you want to do it. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure, yeah. Yeah, it's, you know, I did it till I was, I guess, 65 maybe or something. Not that I was as good. I wasn't getting any better. <laughs> sure, you, can, you can still do it. And uh, as long as you're healthy and, and uh, there's, you know, medically you have to pass every year when you get over 60 and stuff like that. So they, they kind of scrutinize that some. But yeah, it's, as long as you're healthy, it's it's fine. It's fine. You can do uh, do whatever. Beautiful. Bill, as always, thank you so much. Thanks for the great work you're doing with uh, COSA, and we'll talk to you down the road. Let's hope it's a great spring for all the standard bridge tracks in the province. Okay, thank you, and same to you guys. Take care. Thanks, Bill. After the break, when we come back, Lymphoma Canada's Caitlin Bafis-Lasky joins us on Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Listen live at 1059theregion.com. Live in Ontario? Ever dreamt about owning a racehorse? You need to take Ontario Racing's Horse Ownership 101 Virtual Seminars. Join horse racing expert Elisa Blow and learn about standard bred and thoroughbred ownership opportunities in Ontario with options for every price point. These free sessions are available in a one-on-one setting or as a group. For a list of seminar dates and to book your ownership seminar, go to ontarioracing.com horse ownership today. Enjoy the thrill of the race anytime with HPIBet.com, the number one betting site for experienced horse players. Join for free and watch and wager when you can't bet at the track. Stream live racing from over 500 tracks from around the world. Bet with ease from anywhere. It's safe and secure. Sign up today and get one month free live race streaming. Plus, for a limited time, get a $100 bonus and your first bet is on us. Go to HPIBet.com to join for free today. This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine. 
Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. All right, welcome back to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Well, on our last show of 2021, we were introduced to the impressive and incredible Caitlin Bafis-Lasky, manager of patient programs, research, and advocacy at Lymphoma Canada, who, with this radio show and the Ponies 24-7 magazine, are in the home stretch of the January-long online silent auction, and we will come to an end on Monday at midnight. Caitlin, as always, welcome back to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. It's a real pleasure. Thank you so much for having me today. Uh, it's been great. Don't horse around with lymphoma. We're seeing a lot of movement and a lot of action on the online silent auction. Give us an update where we're at right now. Yeah, so it's uh, it's really exciting some of the what we've seen so far. Um, our online auction is still open until midnight on Monday, January 31st. We have some really fantastic auction items, so please go ahead and take a look. Uh, you can participate and see our different items by visiting lymphoma.ca slash ponies and click on the purple auction button to view a complete list of the items. And this includes horse memorabilia and fun experiences, as well as some collector's items. So you can go ahead and place your bid, and we just have a few days left to participate. So please get um, step up on the action and see what we have out there. Larry? Let's talk about the importance of fundraising events like this auction, uh, uh, Caitlin. Like, How important is it to Lymphoma Canada? Yeah, so Lymphoma Canada, for those who might just be tuning in and haven't heard of our organization before, we're an organization that for 23 years now really contributes to empower the patient and uh, and caregiver community across Canada through our efforts in education, support, advocacy, and research. So related to research, um, it's really important. Lymphoma Canada, we fund Canadian research that helps to improve outcomes related to health, healthcare, or health systems as it relates to lymphoproliferative malignancies, so including both lymphoma and CLL. So this is one of the reasons we're speaking with you today is the Don't don't Horse Around uh, with Lymphoma option directly supports our mission to fund Canadian research. And lymphoma is a categorization or classification of over 80 lymphoma subtypes, which means that each lymphoma subtype has to go through a lot of different research to understand um, care approaches, treatment options, and whatnot. So lymphoma can have, and currently does affect over 100,000 Canadians, and it's the most, it's the sixth most common cancer and also the most common cancer in the young and adolescent patient population. So it's really important that uh, funds are, um, are used to help uh, improve patient outcomes. Well, and there's a lot of big-name celebrities who's battled lymphoma over the years. Everyone from Michael C. Hall, who's Dexter on that amazing show, from Mr. T to mm-hmm. Jackie Kennedy and Tony Iommi from Black Sabbath. It's a lymphoma doesn't have any bias of who it's going to get. You get it, you get it, whether you're a famous celebrity musician or just the average person. That's exactly it. So like you said, lymphoma really doesn't um, have any specific, uh, you know, characterizations. It can affect individuals of all ages, ethnicities, and genders. And unfortunately, this is the same that we see in horses as well. Um, it's one of the most common cancers that can affect horses. And similarly, it impacts, impacts horses of all ages, genders, and breeds. Well, speaking of celebrities, some beach somewhere, right? Yeah. <laughs> One of the greatest yeah. uh, yeah. standardbreds ever to look through a bridle, and uh, he succumbed to uh, lymphoma. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So having having that support and, and providing patients and their caregivers or family with 
um, you know, support and information that can help them at any stage of their journey is so important. And that, that's what we're doing every single day. Speaking with Caitlin Bafis-Lasky, the Manager of Patient Programs Research and Advocacy at Lymphoma Canada. And Caitlin, maybe for listeners who, who aren't clear, through the research on Lymphoma Canada, how better are oncologists and cancer doctors and cancer researchers able to manage and deal with people who are battling lymphoma now? Yeah, so that's that's a really great, great question. I, I mean, as you can imagine, the COVID-19 pandemic has caused a lot of detrimental impacts to the healthcare system. Um, we're seeing a lot of challenges right now um, just with accessing uh, support and accessing care based on all the challenges with the hospitals and healthcare systems. So um, that's sort of one side of it. So we're, we're, Lymphoma Canada is supporting those patients and trying to help them as quick as possible get access to the treatments they need. But on the other hand of it, having that important research that goes into developing new and innovative therapies for cancer patients really helps those patients who are, um, you know, going into relapses and remissions. Unfortunately, lymphoma is not curable for certain lymphoma subtypes, and having more options in that relapse and refractory treatment setting provides patients with the ability um, to receive that that really, really important treatment that they need. But we're, we are getting closer to finding a cure, correct? We are. And, you know, every single day, all the researchers and all the incredible support that's received um, from, you know, the community helps to bring us one step closer. And that's the one thing I think as Canadians sometimes we overlook is the, the power and expertise of cancer research in this country, uh, whether it's Princess Margaret, whether it's doctors across Canada, uh, there's world-class uh, cutting-edge work being done in this country every day. Mm-hmm, exactly. And and we we see that every single day with the healthcare professionals that we work with and the researchers that we support. It's incredible. Um what they're what they're achieving, and Lymphoma Canada was able to support two uh, Canadian researchers in their research projects related to chronic lymphocytic leukemia and mantle cell lymphoma. So we're seeing advancements in every single subtype every single day, and it's um, you know it's incredible to see. Larry, so if uh, somebody is listening to this show, Caitlin, and said, "Well, you know, I like." the idea of maybe supporting Lymphoma Canada, but I'm not really a big auction person in that. They can still donate, can't they? Exactly. So if you didn't want to participate in the auction, it might not just be for you or, you know, for whatever reason. Um, There are still many different ways that you can donate. So please go ahead and visit our website at lymphoma.ca and you can click on the purple donate button at the top corner page. And there are many different options that you can choose from for your donation to go directly towards helping Lymphoma Canada to continue its mission and empowering the lymphoma and CLL community through our mission of education, support, advocacy, and importantly, research. And we have the Don't Horse Around with Lymphoma campaign still on there as well. It's ongoing with the uh, with the silent auction. So, yeah, exactly. So you can still you can still visit there at lymphoma.ca/ponies, and you can still go ahead and see the auction items until midnight on Monday, January thirty first. Caitlin, thank you so much for everything you're doing, and thank you everyone for their heroic work being done on Lymphoma Canada. We greatly appreciate it. Thank you, Caitlin. No, thank you so much for having us, and thank you so much for supporting Lymphoma Canada and the excellent work that we do to help patients across Canada. A pleasure, Caitlin. Thank you very much. Talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Larry, one of the items on on the thing here, I mean, 
It's big championship football weekend in the NFL. And what, people forget Warren Moon, one of the auction items, a member of the Canadian Football Hall of Fame and the NFL Pro Football Hall of Fame. He was that good in both leagues. He was. He was. I remember seeing him play Grey Cup, oh. Montreal. He was uh, with Edmonton. Uh, well, I mean, as an Argos fan in the early 80s, he drove me to distraction because <laughs> the Argos could beat everyone but Edmonton. And until he left for the NFL, that's the only time the Argos were able to win a Grey Cup in 83 because he went. And then he goes to the Houston Oilers at the time. And he lights it up and has a long, distinguished career. His, I mean, you start adding up his numbers for both leagues and his days in the NCAA. What an incredible career as a quarterback in football, all levels. And I think I read someplace that he is also in the College Hall of Fame. I believe you're right. So, yeah, yeah the NCAA College Football yeah. Hall of Fame, the Canadian Football Hall of Fame, and the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Now, that, as far as I know, he's the only person that's done that. That's right. And we have a hat with uh, his signature on it, Breeders' uh, Crown hat, as part of the auction. Again, we have Ron Waples, John Campbell, Ramon Dominguez, Steve Cawthon, a legend <laughs> of horse racing, Daryl Sidler. My wife just gets starry-eyed because that's her all-time favorite, Daryl Sidler, uh, and a great individual. We have experience packages from Woodbine Entertainment Group, Ontario Racing, HBPA, uh, Breeders' Crown, and much more. So check it out, lymphoma.ca slash ponies. It's good till midnight on Monday the 31st. There's so many items, and uh, there are a lot of one-of-a-kind items that you really want to check out. So uh, get some items, raise some money from lymphoma. Canada. It's win-win. After the break, Larry Simpson will look at some racing action today around North America, including Woodbine Mohawk Park, the Meadowlands, and some racing at several other North American tracks, including today's amazing Pegasus card at Gulfstream Park. So make sure that your HY accounts and Dark Horse app are ready to work overtime today. Stick with us for Larry's Hashtag making you money. Ponies Picks the Day, sponsored by Rocket Ship Racing. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Listen live at 1059theregion.com. Discover a new breed of excitement with Live Horse Racing. Ontario Racing represents 15 racetracks where you can experience the excitement of thoroughbred, standard bred, and quarter horse racing. To find the racetrack nearest you, go to OntarioRacing.com. New to betting? Check out our Betting 101 page and learn about the HPI Bet Wagering platform and the Dark Horse app the best and safest online betting options. Get your horsepower at OntarioRacing.com and experience the excitement. Ontario Racing. Three breeds, one vision. The Horsemen's Benevolent and Protective Association of Ontario, the HBPA, has represented thoroughbred owners and trainers at Woodbine and Fort Erie racetracks since 1950. The HBPA promotes the exchange of ideas to further advance, market, and preserve live racing in Ontario while offering new thoroughbred ownership opportunities. Membership to the HBPA is free for owners and trainers. For more information on the HBPA of Ontario, please visit our website at hbpa.on.ca. Hi, I'm Laura Tanar, Regional Director of Ontario for Lymphoma Canada, and I want to make you aware of a silent auction to support Ponies 24-7 Don't Horse Around with Lymphoma campaign. From January 4th to the 31st, you can bid on some unique horse racing and sports memorabilia items and fun experiences as Ponies 24-7 partners with Lymphoma Canada to raise awareness and support for lymphoma research that one day may lead to a cure. For more information and to register and bid on items, Go to the landing page, lymphoma.ca slash ponies, and click on the purple auction button. This is 105.9 The Region. 
Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. All righty then. Okay, before we wrap up our show, of course, what would Ponies 24-7 the radio magazine be without a couple of possible betting opportunities and potential betting gems? As Larry gives us his Ponies Picks Today, sponsored by Rocket Ship Racing. Larry, the floor is yours. Take it away. Make us money. I will try, Jim. I will try. Let's, you always do. Uh, I do. I do. I try hard. So... Hopefully my horses try hard too. So. <laughs> but uh, let's start at uh, Gulfstream. Apparently there's a big race oh, there in a day or two. A little so, bit, a little yeah, bit. A little bit. Uh, let's look at uh, race 11, which is the uh, Pegasus World Cup turf uh, uh, with a purse of $1 million. Um, the number one horse, Space Traveler, is a horse that I've been watching. He's been chipping in from England the last uh Six months or so racing, going back and that. So Another international horse we're talking about, right? Exactly. So uh, uh, I like the fact that Space Traveler has drawn the rail. Uh, he's had some very tough races. You could say his last start, uh, the Fort Lauderdale, he had uh, post position 12 and, and it just the race just didn't work out for him. And then prior to that, he had raced at Arlington and Woodbine, and there was a slow pace uh, involved, and he just couldn't get going. So what they've done is they've put blinkers on this horse. Apparently, the horse has been working very well with blinkers. I think the blinkers are going to help. Also, the addition of Jamie Spencer, top English jockey, is going to help this horse too. So uh, race 12, Gulfstream Park. Number one, Space Traveler. A lot of money, a lot of money going to be bet in Gulfstream today. That's for darn sure. Well, let's go to race 12. So we've got the Daily Double, right? Oh, yeah. And uh, that, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's the uh, the big one with uh, the $3 million purse, the, uh, the Pegasus. Um, I believe, and we've talked on the show a little bit, that Life is Good is a nice horse. We can't knock Nick's go. They both are speed horses. Uh, seven to five, life is good? Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. You know, hey. Yeah. So life is good has only lost one race. And Nick's Go is the reigning horse of the year and Breeders' Cup Classic winner. And so, but they're both speed horses, at least on paper. They look like they're speed horses. So I am kind of going to hope that the two of them get locked into a speed duel and it's going to set up a horse like, Number six, Sir Winston. Jeez, a Sir Winston to place her show. I think I like my odds on that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I like Sir Winston maybe if these two horses get into a speed duel to hmm. uh, uh, grab the pieces. And the horse is in shape. He won the valedictory stakes at uh, Woodbine. People forget, too, that a couple of years ago that Sir Winston actually won the Belmont Stakes, so he's a graded stakes winner. Uh, trainer and friend of the show, Mark Cassie. Hey, Mark. And uh, Edward G Gonzalez, the jockey, have been uh, a hot combo at Gulfstream. Uh, and I think this horse can just kind of sit off and close a little bit. And I like his 12 to 1 morning line odds too. So Gulfstream Park, race 12, number six, Sir Winston. Nice. And next, Larry. Okay, let's go to Woodbine Mohawk Park. They have an 11 race card tonight. I'm going to go right to the first race. The number six horse, a boy named Suze, was a selection by our guest last week, Robert Reed Jr. That's right. Yeah, and uh, I must uh, give uh, Robert a shout out. He did have two winners out of his three. Unfortunately, this one didn't win. <laughs> <laughs> but there was a reason why. <laughs> uh, 
the uh, the horse was uh, very impressive, uh, winning in the same class that he's in uh, tonight, uh, two weeks ago, and I think that was one of the reasons Robert liked it. He said that the horse looked really good, and that well, things just didn't work out for him last week. Uh, he took lots of betting action. He got hung out for a half mile on the outside, and he just wasn't able to clear to the front. He was claimed again. Uh, trainer Carmen Osiello claimed him, and uh, he's recognized as a very good claiming trainer. And it doesn't look really like there's that much speed inside a boy named Suze tonight. He's got the six hole. He should be able to get some rail position early uh, because it doesn't look like the, there's a lot of speed inside him. And he's been very popular in the claiming. Uh, he's been claimed three out of his last four starts. And who knows? He could be claiming again tonight. So this guy likes to win races and I think could offer some value on the odds board based on last week's misfire. So Woodbine, Mohawk Park tonight, race one, number six, a boy named Suze. And what else do you have for us? Well, the Meadowlands, they're only hosting a 13 race card tonight. They got rid of two races for some. <laughs> you know, <laughs> there's the, no 15. Seriously, the Meadowlands, a machine. Of like I know. 13 yeah, races? No, no shortage of horses there. So, uh. But uh, I'm intrigued with a horse in the third race, which is a one-mile pace for a purse of $14,500. The number three horse, Don't Pass Me Hanover, makes his third start off the layoff. His first start back on January 14th after a long layoff saw him bet down to almost even money odds, and he made a break in stride when he looked like he was actually going to pick up a nice check in there. Last week, Don't Pass Me Hanover, easy for me to say, mm -hmm. yeah, had the dreaded 10 hole and raced off the, the back and closed from 10th to finish 6th, but he was timed in 152 and 3. What is most impressive with him, though, is the fact that he paced his last half, uh, half mile around 55 flats. So, as mentioned earlier tonight, uh, Will Be Don't Pass Me Hanover, this is his third start of the layoff, and uh, although he is lightly raced, he did take his lifetime mark as a two-year-old in a nice 151 and two. So they, they thought this horse was absolutely something, but he's been very lightly raced. I don't know, maybe he's had some issues or that. But uh, there's lots to like about him. I think he might get some value at the Meadowlands tonight. So race three, number three, don't pass me Hanover. And anything else? That's it. All right. Okay. Well, no, it's not it. We're okay, going to go. We're going to go four for four. We're going to go four for four. Before we sign off, um, we're both big football fans. Sunday, it's the Rams and 49ers in LA in the NFC Championship game. Who do you like? I like San Francisco. Okay. I I like the Rams because my thing is Von Miller. They picked up Von Miller. Mm -hmm. So now when you play the Rams, you have to double team Aaron Donald. And that means Von Miller's all alone. He is wreaking havoc against opposing teams. And I just don't think Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be able to handle Von Miller. So I like Matt Stafford and the Rams to win that game. But the game I'm really looking forward to, this kid Joe Burrow and the Bengals is something special. And the Bengals find themselves in KC to take on Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. I'm sorry, Larry. The Chiefs shouldn't even be there. Well, right. <laughs> 13 seconds, you have the league, you shouldn't lose a game, I Buffalo. Know. 13 seconds away from a bet. Uh, but bet. Uh, as much as I like Joe Burrow, it's not quite their year yet, but Patrick Mahomes is is next level good. So I like Mahomes and the Chiefs in this game. I think it's a toss-up, to be honest with oh. you. And I think uh, I I have to go with Joe Burrows because he just, he just seems to be... Well, he's unflappable. We know that. Well, he's unflappable. Uh, he's got the confidence that uh, I think it's going to take to beat Patrick Mahomes. 
we saw last week, uh, you know, Josh Allen basically threaded the uh, Kansas City defense. And Josh uh, Burroughs... Basically, he can do the same thing. He could. And I think that if there's a weakness with Kansas City, I really think it's their pass defense. All right, so you have Bengals, Niners. I got Rams, Chiefs. We'll see next week who's the big winner. As okay. always, th- oh, oh, hey, shout out to Mark of the fans of horse racing. Big fan of everything you do. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Just a reminder, if you'd like to receive a free digital copy of the new issue of Ponies 24-7 magazine that was recently released, email Larry Simpson at theponies247experience at gmail.com. Don't forget about the Ponies 24-7 Lymphoma Canada campaign, Don't Horse Around Lymphoma. For more information on this, go to the landing page on lymphoma.ca slash ponies. Make sure you go to the website, bid in some of the great sports and horse racing and experience package to be auctioned off. It Auction ends midnight on Monday, January 31st. Stick around, 105.9 of the region all weekend long. The legend Ann Roper's next with the York Region's only magazine show, The Feed. I'll be back here Monday morning. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the racing. We'll talk to you soon. Take care. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine with Jim Lang and Larry Simpson has been brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Tune in next Saturday morning at 8.30 for more on the world of horse racing. This is 105.9 The Region.